1: Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Well, hello, my love.
1: Hello, beautiful.
0: So this is a landmark podcast. It is. This is the one that people hit me up about.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Every December, they're like, when when, when are you going to do it? When is it? When is it coming? <laughs>
1: this is the one. This is a good year for it, too.
0: Hell, yes, it is. We've got lots to cover today. So we're going to be talking about how to make shit happen in the new year.
1: How to make shit happen. Well, I already know how to do that.
0: Okay. Like... <laughs> Well, I was gonna say productive shit. Maybe I just need to stop saying shit. Make make all of your wildest dreams come true. Your wildest
1: dreams will come true.
0: Yeah. So, if you are not aware, every year right around this time, I do a very special episode. It is this one right now that you are listening to, and it is all about gearing up and preparing for the next new year, and kind of leaving the last year with a sense of completion. And kind of paying homage to the things that you've learned and then moving moving forward. And with every single episode that I do like this, this year is no exception, I have... You do? Something very special for people.
1: Oh. Is it a... Do I hear it coming around the bend? I think I, I did. Is that it? <laughs> we interrupt this broadcast. Joy Junkie Show to bring you this
0: urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. I don't know why. I don't know why it's always coming around the bed. It's always coming around the bed. That's right. So we have got a free shit <laughs> alert for you. There is a free planning guide that is exactly what we're gonna be going through today. So you definitely want to make sure you get your hands on that. Anyone listening can grab it. Just go to the joyjunkie.com slash 373 you'll see a little box where you can just say yes, send me my planning guide. And you'll cool. want to have that as you go through this podcast. Now, it's not to say you're not going to get a benefit out of listening to the show, but nothing really changes unless you take pen to paper and start planning and being thoughtful and intentional about what you want to shift. So, please be sure to have that in hand before you listen to this podcast or choose to listen to it a second time around so that you can really get the absolute absolute most out of it. Sure. And we'll be talking about goal setting and things like that. And it's I think it's it's gonna be a good a good show here today. I think so too. This is I'm one excited. of my favorites to do. It's a good I one. I know you and I both go through this planning guide mm-hmm. every year anyway. And Yeah, just, we gotta
1: plan that. We gotta we, put that on the calendar.
0: That's right. We we call it communication twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one or
1: Smith Communication 2021.
0: Where we look at all the various areas of our lives and, you know, what do we want to accomplish and all of that. But we definitely need to throw something light into the mix first. Well, I don't know
1: how light it is. We do a, a little segment that we like to call... Would You Rather? And today's Would You Rather is... Would You Rather... Chew a mole off a rando's face.
0: Whoa. Wait. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Mole, mole, mole.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Or drink a half cup of your best friend's blood.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Vampire status.
1: Yeah. Or oh. cannibalism.
0: Eating a mole. You don't but have a to mole eat doesn't it. have blood supply, so it's not really. Oh, sometimes it, it does. Yeah, sometimes they do. You have, to chew, it you have off? to chew it off. You can't just bite it off chew is very distinctly different than bite.
1: Yeah. Like a bite it. is like
0: a chomp Yeah, down.
1: you got to chew it. You got to chew it.
0: Chew is like a... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, a I am like an old crusty raisin you got out of the corner of the couch.
0: I had a friend who I... ooh. <laughs> Let me not overstep that. <laughs> I had was a, that
1: too much? Did I go too much? Okay. Far?
0: When you were little, did you have... Did you or friends that you had... For some reason, I feel like it was a thing in the 80s to have... A problem with warts.
1: Yeah, I had warts. You
0: had warts? I did.
1: I had them on my left hand, on the knuckles.
0: Did you really? I did. I had a friend who had a big-ass wart on her knee. And so Mm. when she would fall or scrape, you know, she would always be busting that wart open. Yeah. (laughs) It's so gross. But, like, warts, they were were here, and now they're gone. Your thoughts?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was nice. Well done.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like
1: talk amongst yourselves.
0: They were. I don't feel like they're a thing anymore.
1: Uh, well, I, I guess. I know I'm we're not around the moles, but I'm they not feel around like around a bunch of children. So I don't know if if the epidemic is still happening.
0: Okay, I'm really curious the about that.
1: The wart epidemic.
0: I'm try- I'm stalling because I don't want to decide on this. Would you rather? Well,
1: you're gonna have to, right?
0: Okay. That's uh, the rules. That's how it works. Okay. Che- First of all, chewing. The chewing part the has chewing, me. The yeah. The random person has me.
1: Yeah, just a random person. Crazy.
0: Drinking half a cup. That's not that much. It's not that much. Uh, that would be Andrea's blood.
1: Yeah. Would you like have a ritual? We would and, do some like, witchy
0: shit. <laughs> That's
1: have a for- ritual and like we are bound together.
0: Yes. And then I would dramatically <laughs> cut my hand with a knife and then squeeze it over her.
1: <laughs> that would be the other way around. She could do that over your mouth.
0: But no, because we are going to measure that shit out in a measuring cup (laughs)
1: because
0: I am not because I would be like, are we done yet? And she was like, it's only and she is notorious for not like measuring things properly. Mm, Not a good baker. No, not like (laughs) she made she made a homemade slime for her daughter. And it it's like very specific ratios of the ingredients. Like her her daughter really right. wanted slime, right, right. And, you know, like Nickelodeon slime. And she just like threw shit in there. And I'm like, are you kidding? You are you are the worst at crafts. <laughs> you, how? That's
1: not how that works.
0: Yeah, uh, yes. I'm I, sure it was slime. I, but I not... love crafts, and she's like Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> over it. So I think I'm gonna go with drinking Andrea's blood. You are. Yeah.
1: I'm okay. Gonna... I have to be there though.
0: Okay. Yeah. Why?
1: Because it has to be consensual. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Patriarchal influence. What's so I have to do with patriarchy? Like I'm you about, needing
0: to be present is like having having some control. Like you don't trust her and I having.
1: Like No, not like that. I just mean like. Like I'm going to steal joke. her blood. End of the day, it's a joke.
0: Okay. No, it wasn't funny.
1: Um, it, well, it would be funny to chew a mole off of somebody's face. So I'm going to go with that.
0: The idea, first of all, because you're so big.
1: I don't want to hurt anybody, though. Like, that would hurt.
0: Well, let's, okay, let's say that they really wanted you to.
1: <laughs> That's can't. even worse.
0: That's also like, medicine. Oh, yeah,
1: get that mole, baby.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got a lot to cover today, so I think.
1: <laughs> Should we wrap this up? We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up at that point. Dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. Like, that let's note, wrap this up.
1: Yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: All right. So we would love to hear what you would rather. We talk about it every week. And this is, I feel like this is going to be a good one. This might be a split one. Sometimes it's a landslide.
1: I know. I know the last couple have been landslides.
0: But I think this one might be split. So we talk about this every week in our Facebook community, which is called After Hours. After Hours. And on Mondays, we do a Would You Rather, and everybody kind of defends their position and explains why they chose what they chose. And we would love for you to chime in on that. It's an amazing group. Everybody's so supportive and such great camaraderie. I do bonus trainings every month. So if there's anything that has been on your mind or you would love me to sound off on, you have the opportunity to say, hey, Amy, here's what I'm going up against, and I might sound off on it on Mm. my next Q&Slay, which is the monthly training. Warm Fuzzy Wednesdays, all sorts of good stuff. So please come and hang out with us. It is, the easiest route to come see us is thejoyjunkie.com slash club. I'll open the club and that redirects you right over to our little corner of Facebook. And we hope to see you there. All right, so let's jump into this planning guide around how to make shit happen in the new year. Now, I would be remiss if I did not comment on the shit ass year that we just came out of. It's true. <laughs> right? And Everything
1: has a little asterisk next to it this year. Right. Right? Ask <laughs> to risk.
0: Focus on the ass. Right. But I would also not be of integrity as the joy fucking junkie if I didn't f- at least acknowledge some of the amazing things that – Have transpired. And there have been so many different instances where, of course, we've been discouraged or things have been really shitty or hard. But there also have been so many examples of really beautiful humanity.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: We did a couple of podcasts a few months back around people who were doing just such incredible work. And we are super thrilled about. The new administration. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. definitely looking up for our, our country. And there are, you know, our little one of our little babies was born this year. Her little puppy time. dogs. So I think just like anything else, you can look at things as the glass half full, the glass half empty. And it's the same motherfucking glass. Yeah, we've just had a situation of nonstop hardship, and some people even more so than others. Whether in this it...
1: case, the glass has COVID in it.
0: <laughs> in our case, <laughs> it has raging viral virus in it that continues to mutate, and we cannot figure out anything about. Yeah, about it. yeah. So is your glass half empty? Might be a good thing mm-hmm. in this situation, but. All of that to say, many people have been dealing with things that they've never had to deal with before, threats to our safety, challenges with with social justice that's been on the forefront, um, violence, loss of jobs. Yeah. Just even a threat, feeling a fear and an isolation, a loneliness around not being able to commune with people. So it's been, it's been one hell of a year. Sure has. But I do feel like we're starting to turn a corner.
1: I feel like we are.
0: And I feel like this particular new year is going to be symbolic for so many of us because we can at least start seeing that there is a vaccine that is on its way, right? We do have a new administration. Like things are actually starting to change and hopefully hopefully shit will get figured out with the the stimulus and all of that. But I want to say that no matter what situation you're in, you are allowed to grieve. You are allowed to feel what you feel around this and I feel very strongly that we can continue to focus on what we do want to create. Absolutely. I think sometimes when you're in a shithole, like, y- you need to bitch and moan about it for a while, right? Yeah. And then you get to a point where you're like, I'm so sick of this being my story. Right. And I'm ready to be the Phoenix Rising. So let's let's do that, right? And if you're not in that place to do it, get support, get help in some way so that – you can get to this place where the New Year's is exciting. So I was reminding, I was reminded of doing this episode last year and thinking, like, 2020 is going to be amazing. <laughs> and oh it, it really just shook us it up. It tanked. It really did. So let's make 2021 really fierce. Now, the first part of this planning guide, there is a highlighted part that says do not skip this part. And this is something that I have to say every single year because (laughs) most of us want to fix, not feel. Yeah. We don't want to feel the shit that we've gone through. We don't want to acknowledge Mm ourselves or praise our own accomplishments. On to the next. It is... Task, task, task. Let's produce, produce, produce. And we've talked about that a little bit on the show of our capitalist society being so focused on accomplishment and production. And we really need to rest. We need to reflect. We need to recharge. And so you'll see on the very first two pages, there are, let's see, there's five questions to journal around. The first one is reflecting on all that's transpired in 2020 what are you the most proud of?
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: I think for me personally, I'm most proud of completing my hypnotherapy certification, NLP certification, EFT certification, handwriting analysis. Like I did a lot, did of, education a lot of education this education year. Education this year, yeah. And it was a great year for it. Right. Because it was all virtual and it was like, let me just camp out in my sweats and learn some shit. I think that's probably what I'm most proud of. Hmm. How about you?
1: Gosh, well, you put me on the spot.
0: I think your school is pretty damn amazing. Yeah, but I don't
1: have that done yet. That's that's for 2021.
0: But you really made a shit ton of momentum on it.
1: Well, we finished uh, writing the book, writing the student manual.
0: Right, which was a beast of a project. It was a hell
1: of a project.
0: Mr. Smith is working on a school for structural integration, which is the type of body work that he does. That's right. So I'm Thank super you. proud of him.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's been a challenge for sure, but I'm I'm, I'm proud of it. Yeah. Do, I'm proud to get it done. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more to do. But yeah, I have shown up this year for my clients. Mm. I've really been someone that they can lean on Yeah. through this, and I've been there to help them through it. Yeah. I, I'm really proud of that.
0: That's awesome, babe. Yeah. That's really good. You know, one of the things that I would suggest to you all and this is really helpful for me is I look back through my calendar and I look back at what was I doing in January? What was I doing in mm. February, March, you know? And then oh, yeah, then March hit. And you know, it's just like Andrea and I released our podcast this year. Like we decided not to really pursue or do anything with it after that. But oh my God, that was such a fun project.
1: That was a cool project, yeah.
0: So, you know, but I'm like, oh my God, that seems like four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So take a look at your calendar. That might be super helpful. And we don't need to sound off on all of these, but I was just curious what you might be most proud of. The second question is, what was your biggest biggest lesson learned in 2020? And this could be... Like financial. This could be emotional. I know a lot of people have recognized how integral the people in their life are to them, especially those extroverts out there like, oh, my God, I need community mm-hmm. or I need to caretake for my mental health more.
1: Yeah, I think, it definitely puts a different lens on things, for doesn't it?
0: And, and I also think a lot of times for most of us, our biggest lessons come from our hardest times. Absolutely. Every single breakthrough that I have had has come from a breakdown. For sure. And so I think it also depends on what stage of grief you're in and what sort of level of hardship you're in sometimes you don't get to see that lesson until after you've surmounted the yes, the true. issue. That's so be true. be gentle with yourself there. But I also think one of the things that was so beautiful to see this year too was the amount of social justice and the amount of white people who have been completely asleep, and myself included, around what is happening to BIPOC and other marginalized communities and kind of going, holy shit, there is a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's a huge lesson in and of itself, you know. And I'm I'm really encouraged. I've been reading Obama's new book, which I highly, highly fucking suggest. Yeah. And you, since he talks so slow, you can definitely speed it up to 1.5. <laughs>
1: you know, you know. Uh, you know.
0: <laughs> He's the best. I love him. And, <laughs> and he, I always love how his... Optimism for the the younger generations and for what's possible. The audacity of hope. It's just, it's very inspiring. So there are really incredible things and lessons that have been learned this year. So what are yours? That's the second question. Okay. What word or theme would you use to describe the role that 2020 played in your life and why? Okay. And, and you know, I think... It, if i'm just throwing something out here one of the things that that i've really felt is this sense of gratitude that so many of the things that we took for granted it's like oh my gosh i am so grateful that we have food to eat and that we have such incredible friends yeah and that we have our health and when some of that stuff is tested, you know, when you lose some of your freedom or you start being motivated from a place of fear all the time, it's easy to lose sight of all of the the litany of things that we have. In fact, Mr. Smith and I have been going through this really cool documentary on Amazon Prime called Mankind.
1: Hmm.
0: And it's basically the history of man and woman. And... <laughs> Don't get me on my, uh-huh. my feminist soap uh-huh. soapbox, and it's really interesting to look at the hardships that we're facing right now, juxtaposed against other centuries, and how we've covered a couple of different plagues. Yeah, and how people were just basically living in sewers, and that was commonplace, and right. just the the distribution of power through. All sorts of different eras. It's unreal. And so even as shitty as 2020 has been, I'll still take it over Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, over a lot of the shit we've been watching. And so that's given me a great pause, you know, because it's been so easy. Even myself on this show so far talking about what 2020 was. You know, it's so easy to fall into that narrative. But, Mm -hmm. my God, I have so much to be grateful for.
1: Right. Those shows really give you perspective, too. Yeah. You know.
0: So, what word or theme would you use to describe 2020 and why? And then the next one. Now, this one I have to again forbade you from skipping. Use the space (laughs) below to list out all accomplishments from 2020 that you want to celebrate. And I want to encourage you to not make this be something that is about uh just what we would deem quote-unquote successful accomplishments like i got a raise or i got this thing in my job i want like if you got back on a medication this year because you needed to take care of your mental health that's a motherfucking fierce accomplishment right if you stood your ground and boundaried up with your family because they didn't want to wear masks and you were like what the hell what's wrong with you you know that is an accomplishment. So I want you to start looking at where did you push yourself this year that that maybe the tumultuous circumstances that we've been in have given you that opportunity to do so.
1: Right. Something right. else that just occurred to me, you almost have to look back at the previous year and look at what you've accomplished in order to truly set the goals for the next year. Yeah. If you just move ahead, like okay, that year's done. Time to move on to next new stuff. You you kind of miss out on on the storyline. Yes. Right. If you look back at your storyline for the last year and go, you know, I did accomplish a lot. Then you can set your goals with a little bit of uh, of a boost.
0: That's right. That's a great point. It gives you sort of that, like, oh, okay, Right. that wasn't so bad. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: and you're right. That that's fantastic. Okay, final question here on the reflection piece is, how have you grown over the past year and who have you become? Well, that's deep. It is. That's a, that's a deeper one, and that's, that's one that I love so much of watching the students who go through Deep, Down, and Dirty because over such a short time frame, three to four months, they completely change who they are. Yeah. They start establishing boundaries. I've seen them leave toxic relationships, start their own businesses, go back to school, uh, have really incredible boundaries established with toxic relationships, like family members yeah. specifically, intimate partnerships, all manifesting soulmates. I've seen so much happen for people. When they finally change that relationship with themselves. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about this many times. But if you're interested in Deep Down and Dirty, your first first item of business is to watch my free workshop. Thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop will give you access. And at the end of the workshop, you'll see an opportunity to book a a call with one of the members of my team. And you can talk about if that is like the ass kicking that you're going to need for 2021.
1: I okay. think the next thing you need to do oh. is change manifest to womanifest.
0: All right, now, now see, this is why did I go, did I go too far? This is why you're my favorite feminist.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, all right, womanifest, 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 womanifest. You're such a wordsmith, Mister Smith. I love it. Okay, so then we can now, now that we've celebrated and acknowledged. What we've done in 2020. Now we can start moving into what do we want to start creating for the future. And I'm also going to link in the show notes to a pod I did specifically about celebrating how far we've come. Because I think that's one of our things that we're so resistant to. Yeah. And that's why I spend so much time saying, no, motherfucker, you're going to look at what you did in 2020 and acknowledge yourself. Because you are brilliant and you are far stronger than you give yourself credit for. So have a listen to that pod. We'll put it in the show notes for you. So let's move into crafting and analyzing what we want for 2021. Now, you're going to see on page three, I've broken down two ways of analyzing. Well, one way of analyzing 2020 and 2021. So you'll see that it's broken down into eight different sections, and these eight sections represent sort of a holistic picture of the things that are important in our life. Fun and recreation, our significant other or partnership, career, money, spirituality and growth, and or growth, friends and family, health, and physical environment.
1: So. One of the things that um, mm. that I had trouble with when I first started doing this was there was a lot of overlap. Yeah. I'm like, well, I go to, let's say, like a family reunion. Mm-hmm. That'd be family and friends, but it's also fun and recreation. Right. So, like, there's things like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, which category do I want to put that into? And then I found, like, one category would be kind of void because I put everything into other categories. Yeah. Is there some rhyme or reason to that or does it matter?
0: Well, it's sort of a twofer. Like, it can be in both. It can be absolutely in both categories. okay. So you don't have to, like, if that's one of your goals was to spend more time with family and it showed up as an opportunity to go to a family reunion, that could definitely be, like, sort of a a checkbox in fun and recreation and in family. Okay. All right. So what I want you to start with is the very inside circle that you'll see where you basically give yourself a ranking on how satisfied you are right now at the end of 2020 in all of these categories so how satisfied are you one being not satisfied at all 10 being so unbelievably happy and fulfilled in these areas of fun and recreation significant other like what would you rank yourself at Like, oh, okay, I think I'm a a seven here. I think I'm an eight here. Yeah. And so you kind of gauge your level of fulfillment. It's not necessarily the quantity. So, for example, under significant other, you might be single, right? But you're so happy being that way. Like, maybe you just came out of a relationship, you're not interested in being partnered, or it's just not really on your radar at the moment. You might rate your level of satisfaction as like an eight, even though you're not with a partner. So, it doesn't have to be a quantity thing or money. It can be about how satisfied am I with the amount of money that I'm making? It doesn't have to be that it means... Your dream
1: amount of money. Like
0: millions and millions of dollars, right? It's how happy you are in each one of these categories. I want that to be really clear. It's not a quantity thing.
1: A philosophical slash psychological question for you. I can't wait. Can you ever write a 10?
0: Yes, you absolutely can. And then it becomes into what I call maintenance goals. So if you feel like, God, I feel like my relation like for you, I almost always put a ten. Like a nine or a ten in my relationship category. Like I'm pretty fucking satisfied. (laughs) Like we've got some stuff that, you know, we want to improve or we wanna do together or whatever. That's my thing
1: right there, is there's always things to improve. So like a ten to me is like there is nothing to do here.
0: Yeah. And and again, that's why it's called personal development is you get to decide decide what a ten means. Okay. Right. It's fucking personal. Right. So you could, I don't give a shit. You could do a 9.5, 9.7, <laughs> three and a quarter stars. Like, I don't care what you do. As long as it hits home for you and it's resonant for you. That's all that really matters. Okay. All right. Then what we are going to do is we're going to flash forward to 2021 and we're going to say, okay, at the end of that year, in one year's time, what do I want to say about my satisfaction my happiness in each of these areas. So, for example, if I am at a five in career right now, what would I like to be realistically within one year's time frame? Now, a jump from five to ten, sure, that can happen, but it's probably likely that we're going to say maybe like a seven or an eight or if you are just about to have a real advancement in your career, you might make it a larger point difference. There's no specific rhyme or reason to that. But just looking at what kind of jump would I like to have within a year's time.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: How much? How many points happier in each of these <laughs> categories would I like to be? Physical environment. That's typically where you are residing. That can be your immediate home to city, to state, to country, Planet, (laughs) you know, but that really is your immediate, kind of your immediate environment. Health, pretty self-explanatory. So going through and ranking, here's where I'm at now. Here's where I want to be. That's page three for you. All right. Then we move on to page four. Now, page four is just sort of a blueprint for you of SMART goals. And SMART goals, I'm sure you've heard this acronym around Sometimes there are slight iterations to it. The one that I use is one that was presented to me when I went to coaching school, and the acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Resonant, and Time-Oriented. So let's say that we are going to have a fun and recreation goal that is also somewhat of a family goal, and so... If we were to throw it under this format, being specific would be purchase Disneyland passes for the family and plan five trips this year. Now, that may or may not apply <laughs> to COVID, right? Right. But that's very, very specific. A lot of times what we do is we'll say things like do more activities with the kids.
1: Right. Too vague.
0: And it's, yeah. oh my gosh, it's literally in parentheses too vague right here. On oh, paper. is it? Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: when are we going to start looking alike? Like, you know, oh, how wow. couples are talking and we've been finishing each other sentences. It's crazy.
1: It's it is crazy.
0: Measurable is you can easily tell if you've accomplished it. You know, is it something that I can check off that box? If it's not measurable, if you don't have like that quantity of five trips per year mm-hmm. or purchase this or save- lose weight. It, right. Right. Because I do see that happen a lot where people say, this is the year of my business or this is the year of health. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can have like a broad theme, but then you have to then quantify you have, it underneath exactly. of that, right?
0: You have to define- That's the umbrella. W- what that actually means. Yeah. And th- hopefully this planning guide will help you with that because that's what's going to follow on the subsequent pages. Achievable. Is it something that's achievable within this year? Again- that's what I was talking about when you were ranking yourself right now versus satisfaction at the end of the year. Is it a, an achievable goal? Are the things that are going to get you to a seven in career, is that something that you can realistically do this year without killing yourself or being super stressed or taking it out in your family? <laughs> Resonant. Is this something that you want to do for you or is this a should or this is... What everybody else wants me to do or this is what I've been working for for five years even though I fucking don't want it anymore and I feel like I just need to finish this degree
1: and it's or this is what everybody in my career does
0: right Right? everyone writes a book at this stage but I want to pull my teeth out more than I want to do that right (laughs) time oriented being really clear about specific dates when do I want to accomplish this and by when all right Any questions, Mr. Smith?
1: I think I've had plenty so far. So I'll I'll hold for now.
0: Holding.
1: Holding. Holding. And release. And release. All right. (laughs) Google that.
0: Now, did you say Google that? I did. (laughs) They'll probably be disappointed. All right. (laughs) Page five and six. This is where we start planning for the year. You'll see that you have categories. All eight of these categories are listed, and what I typically suggest that you do is think about a major goal in each one of these or, like, one specific goal in each category. Now, if you have a really big goal, like start my business, that's going to have a lot of baby steps underneath it, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to have a really nice big one of start my business, right? And then what all of the baby steps under that actually mean. Does that mean getting a DBA with the city? Does that mean securing a URL? Does that mean having a sound business model, hiring a business coach, getting an accountant? Like there's all these other specific goals that you might have to list underneath that. Right. Now, you might have something under health that is, you know what, my primary focus for this year is to, let's say, get my diabetes in check, right? And so that one might not have a litany of different things underneath it. It could. It might. There might be some stuff around food or drink or you may not know yet. exercise. You might not know yet. Yeah. That's true. But keep that in mind that If you have something that is a pretty lofty big goal, like for you, the school is a real – there's a lot of moving parts. That's going to need its own formatting under each of those. Yes. Right? So if you have something like health, it might be that – like for me, one of my goals that I always put under health is two dentist appointments a year – Mm-hmm. making sure that I am getting my moles checked because this girl's is wide as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> getting my moles checked. Oh, God. So nobody bites them so off. So nobody
1: chews on them. <laughs> so right? nobody
0: chews them off. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, excuse me, Doc, can you just chew this guy off real quick? Just,
1: you know, just bite on them.
0: Just me. do a little nibble. Just that. Oh, my God. Wow. But. So that's almost always there. And then a lot of times what I'll do is I will set up goals that are quantifiable in a different way. So around health, I don't typically say I want to be this weight or this BMI percentage or anything like that. Usually I'll say I want to consistently be working out four times a week. Yeah. Or I want to accomplish this 60-day program and then I'm going to do this 90-day pro- – you know, I usually put it in framework like that. So it doesn't always have to be I need to fit into a size four or I need to be this specific weight. Sometimes a health goal around that could just be the frequency of which it's in your life. Okay. Something like that. I want to be eating four vegetables a day or – I don't know. Whatever. Get my supplements in order.
1: Well, when it comes to working out, just a real quick note. I think you have to have your goal in mind and then you'll know what kind of workout you need to do. Like if you're just trying to lose weight, then, you know, there's there's options for that. But what if you're just trying to get core strength or what, but what if, you're if? Like, I want to be able to dunk a basketball or Ooh, yeah. you know, like there's certain goals that you want to accomplish with your fitness. Is it just that you want to be active? Right. Or is it because, uh, well, my heart, I've had some heart trouble and I want to strengthen my heart. Yep. Right? So you'll do things that do that. So my advice is if you're going to do something personal or, or uh, physical fitness, make sure that it fits with the goals. Yep. That you're trying to accomplish with it. Brilliant. Yeah.
0: Well, and I know a lot of people it's, it will say, I, I just want to be able to play with my grandkids. Right. I want to be able to keep up with them and pick them And that's a very up. different workout. That is. It's like a functional training. That's right. So that's a brilliant, brilliant way to phrase it. No, really identify what is that actual goal that I have and then start to filter in, well, what does that look like to support it?
1: Reverse engineer it, if you will.
0: And I think another thing that's really important to mention here is to acknowledge how you operate.
1: Yeah. And
0: this is really important. Like so for example, I love working out at home. I love that it's fine if my tights are a little bit see-through, I don't have to worry about <laughs> if they're mismatch,
1: I, I, I don't mind it either.
0: I go right across <laughs> the hallway to take a shower. I don't have to I hate getting in my car with a sweaty back. Sweaty back. Sweaty back Smith? Yeah, you don't I want hate, a sweaty back Smith. I hate being a sweaty back Smith. <laughs> getting into my car <laughs> after a workout. I fucking hate it. So that, you know, I love working out at home. You love the gym. You love a trainer. You love the environment. You yeah. love being around other people. So we might have similar fitness goals, but the method of yeah. getting there is completely different.
1: That's a great point.
0: One of the other examples that I use is around business development. When I first started getting involved in building my own company, everybody was like, you have to do these in-person networking events. And I would go and you would do your elevator speech and, hi, what do you do? And here's my business card. And I hated <laughs> it. Oh, my gosh. I hated it. <laughs>
1: I don't mind those. I like them.
0: You love them. Yeah. There's, that's perfect for you. And- it was ugh, i've got to get dolled up and i've got to go and i've got to schmooze and i hate it and <laughs> but i still want to grow my business that's just not the method i found online to be very much my home you're way more brick and mortar let me pound the payment shake some hands see what we can do for each other and you don't even bother with much online you know well, as far as oh yes social and shit
1: yes um and my reasoning is because Business to me is about relationships. And if I don't know you, then I don't expect you to send me anything. Yeah. But if I learn something about you and I know who you are, I know the type of person to send to you. I know the type of um, relationship that we're going to have. But if I meet you online, I don't know anything about you. I know what you're telling me, but I I know I learn a lot more from people if I see them in person. And that's just my personal way of approaching it, right? But that's why I do it that way. That's my motivation.
0: And I think that's really important to acknowledge. So when when we were talking about the SMART goals and we're talking about is it resonant? Like is this something, first of all, is the goal resonant, but also is the method resonant?
1: Right, right.
0: You know, like if you have this goal of making a shit ton of money and the method is to do robbing m- banks, robbing banks or multi level <laughs> marketing or something like that. And you're like, oh, I want to pull my teeth out. I don't want to do sales. I want to do holistic healing. Or I want to, yeah. you know, like you have to be, it all has to be synergistic of are all of these things resonant, the goal and the methods.
1: Which, uh, just a little side note. I, my grandfather on my dad's side, my great-grandfather on my dad's side was a bank robber. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Frank Smith. He was a bad mofo.
0: <laughs> Frank Smith.
1: His name was Frank Smith, yeah.
0: Frank Smith the bank robber. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have like a... Like a...
1: A cool nickname.
0: Like Frank... Or like... Smitty, Frank the Nose. Uh, Smitty the Smiths bank robber. <laughs>
1: No, now he just went with the good old Frank Smith
0: or like Frank Golds. No,
1: no, he wasn't. He wasn't very imaginative in the naming. He was more imaginative in how he got Smith, the money. Frank
0: Smith, bank robber. Right.
1: <laughs> That's what it said on his card anyway.
0: Oh my God, a card! Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. So there you have it. There are some ways to start planning. Now you'll see on the five and six. Uh, Pages five and six, you have a place to identify, run it through that filter. Is this a smart goal? And you can kind of check that off. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? um, Attainable. Thank you. I'm trying to shift my papers. Oh, achievable rather. And resonant or time oriented, you can kind of run it through that filter. Yes or no. Because again, I have to say, I cannot tell you how many times with my students, they're like, yeah, I just think I need to focus on this more. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? This is the year of my health. This is the year of my business. Okay, great. What does that mean? Or I need to speak up for myself more. Okay, great. With who and around what triggers, around what circumstances? Is it when your brother always asks you for money? (laughs) Is it here's the specific phrase I'm going to say the next time he asks me? If it's I want more romance in my relationship, what the fuck does that mean? Is that sex? Is that dating? Is that understanding our love languages? Is that we're going to read this book together or do this program? What does it actually mean? Don't be vague. Vague goals don't get accomplished.
1: The other thing I might add here is really assess whether they are. Uh, what's a better way to say this? What's the feeling that you are going that you want to have when you accomplish this? Yes. Is it just a bunch of busy work, or are these things that are actually going to improve your life and the lives of people around you? Yeah. Right. Like those are the things that you accomplish. Right. Otherwise, you're just checking boxes off, and you're like, yeah, I checked on my box it off, but I'm still hollow inside. <laughs> you <know>? I still <laughs> like, feel dead inside. <laughs> I'm still robbing banks for a living.
0: <laughs> Frank Smith. Thanks, <laughs> Robert. Well, I think that's a piece of the resonant element right. of goals. You yeah. know, I remember when you and I first got together, you were originally going to school to be a PT. Yeah. And... Then you had some issues happening with funding and falling through and all of that. And, and it I was really just
1: disenchanted with the whole thing. Well, and it forced like you to school.
0: really reckon with, yeah. do I actually want this or, yeah. or am I just going along with this? Cause this is kind of the path that was given to me or was told to me. Yeah. And when you really stood back and looked at it, you were like, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I really don't want that. So keep in mind, just because you've been working towards something for a long time. I had that happen with me when I was working in makeup artistry. They were always promote from within. So there was a succession plan and I was working my way up and I had a very lucrative path in front of me. And I got to a point where I was like, I've been working towards this for eight years and I don't want it. I don't want this anymore. And I had to grieve that and let go of it. But to continue to have my goals be attached to that career and that industry would have not been resonant. They would have been the natural timeline. They would have been what everybody expected.
1: It's also what our mind tells us. Like, well, I've spent eight years doing this. Of course I want it. That's right. Right?
0: That is absolutely right. You can't
1: give up eight years. And it's not, you're not giving up eight years, you're just transferring it to the next chapter.
0: That's right. Yeah. And, everything that you have accumulated as far as acumen and whatever organization you've been a part of it will have its place right. it will absolutely it's have its so place so true so true and all those
1: tools and skills become useful at some point
0: it's incredible to me like i i would give myself shit for going to university of phoenix to get my degree like uh you didn't go to like a real college and then i'm like kind of like well what exactly is even a real college these days yeah. anyway But you did everything through speaking and writing. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Speak and write. Mm -hmm. Like, of course I needed to be in. Of course that was the college I needed to go to where I was constantly giving reports. Now I'm constantly speaking to all of you bitches every week. (laughs) 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 So anyway, we digress. But I'm hoping that this gives you a much better picture of how to start planning for this new year, please, please be specific. The other thing that I will say is once you've completed pages five and six and you've gotten a really good idea about the task lists or the order of things and the specific dates of when you want to accomplish them, plug them into some kind of a calendar or an online system or something Th- that checks in with you. I really like Google Keep because I can keep all of my my various goals in different categories. Yeah. And you can check them off. You can also tie that over to little alarms that will sound and reminders in your Google Calendar. So I enjoy that as a platform. Some people are still love paper calendars, whatever whatever it is. I don't care. But typically calendars and to-do lists, those are the places where you look at, you know, you look at those areas. where you areas put the
1: important things.
0: In order to figure out what am I doing today? What are my priorities? Mm-hmm. So pay attention to that. What are those things for you? And get these all out in those areas so that you can continue to have some momentum. So if you've been listening to this without your worksheets, Please be sure to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 373. And over there, you'll see any additional links in the show notes, as well as my workshop. If you have not checked out that and you're interested in more info on Deep Down and Dirty, I would be incredibly honored to support you in kicking 2021's ass yes. because we all need that. I think we're yes, all we ready. We're ready. We're like, Ugh, I want
1: to,
0: I want to come out yeah. and chomping be the the phoenix rising, chomping on what? Chomping on, on mole. the mole. <laughs> Ew! All right, chomp on those moles, bitches! <laughs> all right. Any other final thoughts you wanted to throw in the mix? No. All right. Hope this has been helpful for you all. Please get into action. This is free shit. Totally coming your way. You have the ability to make massive changes in this year. And don't be a, don't be afraid or dismissive of the things that you do deserve to celebrate from this past year. Yep. We're sending you heaps of love. We'll be right back here, same time next week. Mm-hmm. Here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: is Mr. Smith out?